0: What's up everybody? We're back. Baseline Jam, episode 8. Uh just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor before we begin. Draft. This is for all my fantasy sports fans. Um did you know that your chances of winning on Draft are 80% better than on any salary cap sites? That's why you need to try Draft. No more getting crushed by the pros. Cuz who likes getting crushed by the pros? Am I right? I don't. I hate it. I hate getting crushed by it, amateurs pros, anyone? Gotcha. Um, <laughs> more than 1 million people have already downloaded Draft, play in a real live NBA draft right now. Be done in under 5 minutes and get paid out the next day. Drafts are filling every second so you can join whenever the hell you want. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit with us and use our promo code BLJAM. That's right, play in a real money draft for free just by using our promo code BLJAM. But it gets even better. Draft is so sure that you'll love it that you're, that they're even offering satellite radio listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. Just search Draft in your app store or go to draft.com and play free right now. And don't forget to use our promo code BLjam. I love the chemistry, bro.
1: Yeah, it's good. Um, I also want to give a, a shout-out to our sponsor, 5 Star Vintage. 5 Star Vintage, uh, this is great. You got Christmas time coming up. If uh, you got any uh, friends, families, brothers, cousins who like to wear dope apparel, this, totally. is, this is the website. To it's go cheap on. too. Yeah, it's way cheaper than all those other sites. Um, You're getting ripped off. Yeah, for real. So Fi- cut it out. So, Five Star Vintage is an online thrift store providing quality items for great prices. If you enjoy designer clothes or even one off sports gear, Five Star Vintage is the place to shop. Shop today at 5starvintage.com. That's the number 5starvintage.com. Use the code JAM to receive 15% off your whole order. They got, you know, Tommy Hilfiger, Polo. They got the vintage sports t shirts and jerseys and hats. It's, it's fire. Shouts to Five Star Vintage. Let's get into our episode number eight. Yep. No idea what this we is. We don't title. have a title yet. We're going to go back and edit it. But it's. It's fire.
0: Yeah, fire. Let's get it. Oops.
1: What's up, everybody? My name is Out of My name is... Welcome to episode Ocho. 8, right? Episode 8 of the Baseline Jam podcast. What's up? Um, thank you for staying patient with us. We had a couple of technical difficulties, which prevented us from doing our two episodes in a week um, thing that we were going to do last week with our guests. We're going to start bringing in guests next year. We're really excited about it. Next but,
0: year, as in a couple weeks, though. So
1: Right, exactly. Um, so, back to our regular regular schedule program, new episodes every Monday. Yep. So, we're doing this Sunday, uh December 17th, and then we're going to do a special episode that will come out uh Christmas Day.
0: Oh, is that in the next Monday? Yeah.
1: Let's get it. That's perfect. <laughs> Christmas Day. I'm down for We've that. We got content for you on Christmas Day. How you feeling? What fam? other
0: podcasts will give you content on Christmas you Day? You
1: know what I'm saying? They're not doing that.
0: I want you to everyone needs to start getting baseline jam tattoos <laughs> I'm about to get mine you should let's let it rock
1: yeah I love that Hold we're on. starting I'm getting, the cult I'm getting here. getting you a little volume All you, right. you look like you're coming in a little low but we should be fine you got a bassy voice I gotta bring the energy up you got a bassy voice <laughs> you're bassy marky bassy you know what I mean shouts to the homie mark um we're here uh it's Sunday it's it's been a how you been I'm good we've I'm been busy yeah,
0: I've been working my tail yeah. off. Good. I'm working right through the holiday. I'm not even going home. That's it. I'll call my mother. That's it. Sorry, mom. I ain't coming I'm not home. Buying a plane ticket. I'm out here hug. making records. I'm out here making hits, baby. Hits. I'm trying to make you
1: proud, Yurt. Hey, that's the best present you can get.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, just been going full throttle, working <sighs> this, on some. Th-
1: this coffee drink you got me is just insane, Tastes bro. Like you who? You know. <laughs> wow. Um. Well, that's cool. Uh Merry Christmas to everybody listening. Um listen, forget about Christmas shopping. It's called Amazon, bro. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. Literally. Bang. Literally me
0: and Steve were doing that last night. It was it's like, over. Oh, we don't have to go Christmas shopping? The mall. You got Amazon
1: Prime? The mall is over. Fire it up. The only reason to go to the mall is if you're a teenager and you're trying to bag up some girls. Or if
0: you're trying to take a picture with Santa Claus. <laughs> which I'm not. So
1: Neither am I. I I'll Amazon Prime that. So we could on that. Yeah. Um, and I don't want my kids sitting on anybody's lap So I ain't bringing them either <laughs> Totally, feel it Forget about that <laughs> just Forget about it My kids watched Elf last night They just yo, That's the best Christmas movie I was ever. just talking about
0: that last night with Steve too hilarious. How are you just like in my brain my I was like
1: yo, Christ. I need to
0: watch Elf before Christmas
1: yeah. Or I'm gonna be f- so upset My oldest son keeps yelling this morning He's seven You smell like beef and cheese <laughs> Yo, <laughs> meat and cheese I was
0: talking about this. I was like, yo, imagine being a grown ass man like yeah. Will Ferrell and having to do this shit that he yeah, did. Will Ferrell so damn funny. Oh, my God, bro. Best,
1: is that is that like low key became like uh, it's a Christmas classic. That's the
0: best Christmas movie to me. It might be that and uh, Christmas story. Christmas obviously. story. I think those are the like, top two. Is
1: Home Alone a Christmas movie. <laughs> of course it is. I guess. What about Die Hard? No. Nope. <laughs> that's definitely a Christmas movie. What are you talking How? about? Because it happens during Christmas. All right, bro. That's not and that John ha- McClane is iconic, bro.
0: That has no Christmas spirit in it though. Oh,
1: it's got plenty of spirit. It's I guess. the gift of redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Survival. Uh that's funny. Uh so if you've missed uh, the NBA this week um has been pure fire. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Friday night Probably the best game of the season. The Sixers game? Sixers-Thunder, yeah. triple overtime. Crazy. It's almost like if you're listening to this and it's Monday and you have some time somewhere and you just you have nothing to watch, it's almost worth finding the replay and watching yeah. it. Especially like I caught it Friday night. And I got home from the studio and I just heard so much about it. I watched you know, the second half and the three overtimes. Yeah. And that was wow. Yeah,
0: I watched that game from the jump. That was one of the few that – I had the time to watch the entire game yep. and I was glad it was that one cuz yeah, sure. that was literally the best game I've seen. It was just it <sighs> yeah. was just exciting the entire time because like the intensity like, was just Both players have guys that are super fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It was really fast paced. Everyone was talking shit Everyone was getting buckets Everyone I love it Everyone was doing everything It was just like Exactly what I want to see
1: I love all the shit talking It's great It really is awesome The Embiid the Embiid wave, waving wave, off Stephen Adams that's,
0: that's Dude I'm like living for that At this point Like and I'm Westbrook just like Westbrook
1: wins And is waving off Embiid On the floor
0: Every time I see Embiid I'm like I hope someone fouls out So he can wave him off I love
1: it this is And then so the post game Was just yeah Savagery on both sides It's great It really was great I'm happy about it. There's a few takeaways from that game for me, though, that I wanted to bring up. Because first <laughs> off, it, it I love Westbrook, and he is an absolute animal. But, I mean, I felt like they could have won in the first overtime if he just wasn't going so good, so nut. Yeah. He was out of control. Yeah. He shot 30. And Bede said it in the postgame. He's like, I wish I could shoot 33 times. <laughs> i mean which if is joel if if could shoot 33 times he'd have 57 points every game my gosh yeah that was so that my i mean look because Mello had it going too and pg was doing all right it was mm-hmm. it was kind of like Russ, chill yeah in a way but yeah. then at the same time i was like oh he just dunked. you know it what it was i think head.
0: he missed two dunks yep and I don't think he liked that very much. He did not. So he was trying to like really be like super alpha, even more than usual. Sure. Which is already probably the most alpha person ever. So he was like forcing it like those I have to jam this shit down their throats. Those like, Embiid blocks pause. too.
1: Because it was like you know, um Mike Breen, who was doing the game, had said a few times throughout the game, it doesn't look like Embiid is fully yeah. healthy. It looks like he's hurting. He started to, like, lumber around, and then Westbrook would just go to the rim at 300 miles per hour, and then Embiid would just... And just shoo- smack it off the glass. And just, uh. Oh, yeah. It was just like uh. like a cheetah. Just like, nah, son. He's way quicker than he looks. Embiid is so... That's the next takeaway from that game. Embiid is so damn good. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm a Knicks fan, so in theory, I'm not supposed to really like a Philadelphia sports team. Mm-hmm. And we're, if Porzingis and Embiid stay healthy, they're going to be rivals for a long time. That's going to be fun. And that's incredible. Yeah. S- but at the same time, it's like, damn, I got to go against that guy. But as a basketball fan, I just like basketball gods need to protect Joel Embiid at all costs.
0: Yeah, man. He's he's the
1: truth. Because he's super good and just is so fun for the league. Yeah. like don't On and the- off the court. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he just makes everything so much more fun. Absolutely. Please stay How old how healthy. old is he? Oh my god. Like twenty two? Okay, yeah. Yeah. He's out of here. He, he just has to stay healthy. That is the only thing. <coughs> so, basketball gods, we ask you now Yeah, I'm pr- I'm praying for it. Protect Joel Embiid at all cost. He's twenty three, by the way.
0: Sounds good to me. Still got another fifteen years possibly. He's amazing. Um, any takeaways from that game you have? Um, no, pretty much what you said, but I would just like to see them play again. That's my takeaway. <laughs> like, any, honestly, I'm watching the Sixers pretty much any time I can. Yeah. Just because they're fun regardless, but I think two fast-paced teams like that is like any basketball fan's dream. Like, it's just, there's nothing more else I could ask for, you know?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, more games like that. I had a friend who went, and he's really a football guy, but he's... He played football, and um, he's a football coach, and he's a friend of mine, and he drove down from New York to Philly. And even he's like, dude, the NBA is pure fire. Yeah. He's like, and he also said to me, I was telling you on the phone, but he was like, dude, Russell Westbrook is the best athlete I've ever seen in person.
0: Yeah. I know. We were saying on the phone the other night.
1: We yeah. got to gotta go, go see him. him. But he said, he's like, go see yeah. him before he loses a step because this dude right now is on some whole other shit.
0: Yeah, I do got to see him in person.
1: Yeah. With well, Thunder Clippers is probably the wave. Let's do it. Because um, it'll be way easier to kind of like get a, a good seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Like sitting closer to Thunder's yeah, Lakers. I don't want to go sit up in
0: the, in the fucking yeah. grandstands. And, and
1: Thunder's Lakers, like you want to be 20 rows back, it's going to cost you like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm all and, set with that. I mean... Yeah. I am not a Lakers fan, so it's really not.
0: And I am, and I'm still all set with that. Yeah. I just can't justify it right now. I feel that. I got rent to pay. Or- yeah,
1: you hustling. Um, all right, so let's get into the Reddit rundown.
0: I love the Reddit rundown. <laughs> yeah,
1: so this this episode we're going to do uh, we'll do a quick Reddit rundown, which is where we'll go to the NBA subreddit, go over top post and kind of give a feel <laughs> what's going on in the NBA. Uh, then we're going to answer some fan questions, and then Dylan and I are going to do our NBA New Year's resolutions. Fire.
0: This is going to be a good one. This is good. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, like a le- that's
1: a lyric. I like feeling uh, it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> isn't there a song? Uh, if it's not, Jones it's about to be because bones? I, I wrote right. it a couple days ago. All right. So here we go. So um, the first post I see here is uh, CP3 hits two clutch baskets in a row then tells Harden, I got you. Yeah. I
0: didn't see that game, but I saw the replay of that, and he had a great game.
1: They're still undefeated. Finally. Here's another post uh, that is directly tied. I'm just going to jump around because yeah. it's kind of messy today. That's fine. Houston is now 14-0 with Chris Paul, breaking a tie with Dennis Rodman of the 95-96 Bulls for the most consecutive victories by a starter to begin a tenure with a new team.
0: That is the wow. most random stat
1: of all time. So many <laughs> random stats. Dude,
0: that's that's the thing that, like, grinds my gears about the NBA sometimes.
1: It Just does random stuff. Yo, they'll stats. just be like,
0: well, today was the first day that a player wearing a headband right. got three for eight from three and shot above 60% from the paint. It's like, what the fuck are
1: you—who's Ky- keeping track Kyrie of Kyrie Irving on cloudy days is shooting 75% yeah. the from the three. the fuck out of here. I don't care, bro. What are you saying? They call him cloudy Kyrie. It's literally a coincidence. Yeah. It's,
0: it- <laughs> <laughs> like, stop it. It does get a bit ridiculous. But, obviously, Chris Paul.
1: Holy shit, 14-0?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the worries of how are they going to have two prominent ball handlers, how are they going to manage that on defense with two, like, I'm pretty sure that's over. Yeah. They're pretty good, man. The Rockets are the real
1: deal. They're really good. It's December, and look, I said it from the beginning of the year that they're going to win 60 games. I Mm -hmm. said it. I stuck by it. I've watched Mike D'Antoni teams my whole life. Yep. I was, Steve Nash was my favorite player growing up. Um, I was
0: watching Steve Nash highlights last he's night. He's the man. Yeah, he's fine.
1: I mean, as a white guy who plays basketball, Steve Nash. So slick. I mean, I grew my hair out, had the bangs like him. I mean, I wanted to be Steve Nash. I for sure wasn't doing that, but I was. I did. <laughs> I swear. I was doing yoga.
0: I, I believe you. I believe you. Playing soccer just to play, it's not, just to get that's like one see. thing
1: I never did was play soccer. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not doing that. Um, did, was he married shit. to Elizabeth Hurley or dating Elizabeth Hurley? I have no time? idea Steve what he did. Was smashing? He did all right for himself. Uh, anyhow, uh, Rockets are very good. The D'Antoni teams, great teams mm-hmm. uh, throughout time. Also,
0: I saw a surprising stat. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what it was, but they were they're doing very well on defense.
1: They are, as, especially since.
0: You know, despite the usual D'Antoni system I of know. just it's, shooting 7,000 threes and then kind of hoping for the best. There
1: actually was an article on The Ringer about that, but I haven't read it yet. Um, <laughs> but I think they have a, a goal of keeping teams to one or less.
0: Well, they'll score more than that. That's the thing. I'll tell you that much.
1: Daryl Morey had an interesting thing last summer. He said – Daryl Morey's the GM of the mm-hmm. Rockets. He said, uh, the only way to beat the Warriors – in a four-game series, is with three pointers. It says if you can shoot forty-five to fifty a game, and hit eighteen to twenty-five a game, you can realistically beat the Warriors. So that's the strategy. 25 Twenty-five threes is seventy-five points. That's so it's <laughs> like, <saying. laughs> it's like, yeah, you got a good chance. And if you think about it, right, the 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 uh, the conversion rate—if you shoot fifty percent from two. Mm-hmm. You only have to shoot, what, 40% for right, three right. or even a little bit less. Yeah, 36 or something. Exactly. So yeah. interesting. So to set it's a week before Christmas, let's just jump out on a limb here. Right now, do you feel like— Rockets,
0: Celtics, in the Finals. Let's you go. You think the Rockets could Dropping be the Warriors? The
1: yeah? I think it's possible.
0: Yeah, right? I don't think it's going to happen, though, unfortunately.
1: Who do you think's better, Rockets or the Cavs? Like who could beat the Warriors first? Rockets I think in Rockets in the conference finals. I think Rockets. Yeah, not impossible, right? No, starting to become more possible. Yeah, Chris Paul really needs to stay healthy.
0: Yeah, and Eric Gordon needs to keep getting buckets. Capella needs to be an absolute anchor. Is there
1: another trade for them? Is there like, do the Rockets need one more piece no, to go? I, I really all like the, the
0: addition of PJ Tucker. As subtle as it is. No, it's he's a great addition. He's huge on defense. Love P.J. Also, he can hit the three. He's a dog. He's like, I love P.J. He's a fucking tank, bro. Yeah, he's and a... They I, needed another guy that will, is willing to, like... He's a guy who
1: will guard KD for stretches. Yeah, exactly. He's not stopping, stop him, but... No one's stopping KD. Better KD. than,
0: you know, most. People. Ryan Anderson.
1: He'll definitely get <clears throat> in a shirt and to bother him. Yeah, totally. And KD's still gonna... Drop he's torching anyone. That's not bad. Yeah, really, but
0: PJ Tucker will at
1: least get him frustrated, or and will hit the corner, foul free. him,
0: or do something like you know.
1: But I just wonder if there's like something even like, uh, I mean, like I don't a see a Greg Monroe from mm-hmm. the Suns. Like the Suns have no use for Greg Monroe. I guess, is there like, a guy like that where the? Cause you
0: know, like I guess the backup big guy on the Rockets is probably the only their guy hole. now is Nene, right? Yeah, and you know he's 60, he's fine. He's sixty-four years old though at least
1: he's a gray beard they don't have the birth certificates out there in Brazil that's what I'm saying he's at least 64 <laughs> think too Brazil's a beautiful <laughs> country I'm sorry <laughs> I just wanted to make a joke about how old Nene is yeah Nene's like 93 years old um the Knicks drafted Nene and then dealt him for Antonio McDice, who was coming off Jesus was, Christ who was co- coming off a major knee surgery Nene
0: had a slept on solid career he's
1: fine like he's a good player good player he had some good years with the Nuggets too He's been a solid player his whole yeah. career.
0: He's one of those guys that like you don't think about because he never like really stood out or anything. But it's like he's been solid, and he's for solid what, now. 15 in Fifteen years,
1: he'll come in and get you a couple buckets. He'll yeah, do he some plays things. D, a little thing, I yeah. just wonder if there's another piece that the Rockets might look into. But it's like, what are
0: they willing to give up for that? Because I feel like it's such a minuscule. Well, well you heard the DeAndre rumors. <clears throat>
1: I Iowa- they get DeAndre, yeah. Forget about it. I'd rather Capella than DeAndre. I think really here only because uh, I don't know actually. I like Capella a lot, but DeAndre Capella's is just so quick, and it just seems like he's it's a natural fit for him. DeAndre would be good in that offense too as the as the rim runner as the roll guy, but you can't play DeAndre in like clutch minutes of a fourth quarter in a big game because he can't shoot free throws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of. You know, that (laughs) off the bat sucks. Capella's not the best free throw shooter, but he's getting better. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Capella's a little bit more wiry. I mean, DeAndre is good. I wouldn't give up Capella for DeAndre. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I I agree. I I don't know. He's a bit younger. I mean, DeAndre's good. Uh, I might be wrong, though. They can
0: somehow keep Capella?
1: Yeah, I don't know how they would do that. Just keep... Just just Daryl Morey just fleecing the Clippers. Yeah. I don't even know how they would do that money-wise. Or take Ryan Anderson. Like no, if no, you no. could get you Ryan Anderson, trade Ryan Anderson for DeAndre, do you do it? No, you need Ryan Anderson. You need him, right? Spread the spread floor. The floor. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I think the Rockets are going be fine. That's not
1: the. They'll point. be fine, but yeah. they It's going to be interesting to watch. I, I don't know if they're fully formed. I feel like they might have one more sneaky move. We'll see. You know what I mean? Like All we what? Can do what is about wait. like some? This is crazy talk. I'm, I'm talking out. Jesus. I'm talking out the ass. Here right it now. comes. <laughs> but like, okay, it's February and the Thunder fucking suck. And they've come to a realization. They're playing like 500 ball or whatever, a little less. And Paul George is behind the scenes like, I'm not resigning here. So what do you guys, I'm going to let you know now. So you got to make a decision. Deal
0: me or kiss it goodbye, boys. Pretty
1: much. So do you want to rent me for three more months and lose in the first round? Fine. Totally up to you guys. Or maybe you want to go and get something for me because you're the Thunder and no one will ever actually sign in Oklahoma City. Yeah. I mean, do the Rockets come knocking? Like, yo, what do they throw though? It's gonna have to be some. It might have to be a three-way trade or something. Because, like, yo, that's what Daryl Morey's thinking at this point. Because it's it's really great to be the Rockets right now. They're playing extremely well, but they still have to beat the Warriors, who are just so insanely deep, and they're really close right now. But I don't think they're close talent wise. I feel they need another. I guy. feel
0: like let's say somehow they add Paul George, you know, mm-hmm. in a weird
1: world that happens. I'm just talking crazy, I but feel it's like, not that crazy. There's I feel no like way Paul George is resigning in Oklahoma City. Yeah,
0: no, especially the way they're playing.
1: So if you're Sam Presti and you're like, okay, I'm not winning the chip. What should I do? You're gonna let him walk, <laughs> or you're gonna be like, maybe I can get. Uh, Bro, he's to L.A. This guy, that guy, a, p- a few picks. I don't know. He's to the Lakers. For sure. But I'm Houston down. would be like, I'll rent them for three months. We're trying to win this Here's the thing.
0: Here's the thing. If the Rockets somehow had Paul George, mm-hmm. I don't feel like they are any more likely to beat the Warriors. Not that he doesn't make them better, but it's like the Warriors are that much better than everyone.
1: No, I disagree with you completely. Really? Think about the upgrade from Paul George to Ryan Anderson. Paul George is now matched up with KD. Yeah, but
0: then you have to do the whole get chemistry again and get comfortable with each other. Just stand
1: in the corner and shoot threes is what that's Paul George does. That's not what Paul George do. does, though.
0: Yes, he's good at
1: shooting threes. Is he going to be happy with that? If Ryan Anderson can get shots in that offense, Paul George can of definitely he get can, shots. But is that what he's going to be happy with? I mean, Paul George doesn't create off the dribble. He's a great shooter. The problem is, is that Russ can't find dudes because he's tunnel vision yeah, Russ. That's true. I think it would be insane. Now, I don't know how realistic it would be. And I don't know if Houston necessarily has the pieces. They might have to get another team involved. Mm. But I'm just looking at it from the perspective of the Thunder fucking aren't that great. No, they're not. And if Sam Presti's a smart GM, I mean, he's going to have to come to the realization. Bro, the Thunder got beat by the Knicks? Without Hardaway or Porzingis. Hey,
0: if Mike Beasley drops 30 points... What's, what are You
1: You got to start looking Go in the mirror. like to the drawing board. You know what I'm saying? Like right Look there, in the mirror. The drawing board. For real, though. The Knicks were missing 50 points a game from their starting lineup.
0: Granted, it was the night after the triple overtime game. Travel. True. They only had a few hours. I get it. I don't care.
1: You're still way better than Come the on, Knicks dog. without Zingas. Come on,
0: dog. In Hardaway. For, I mean, it's just insane. But
1: I played draft last night. Oh, shouts who, to our sponsor. Did you, bring, did you get Beasley? 100%. Oh, did you win some dough? I sure did. Yo, I'll tell you one thing. Mike Beasley can, can put Because I was looking buckets. at it. I was like, Porzingis is out. Hardaway's out.
0: Who's going to shoot the ball?
1: Mike Beasley will shoot the ball. The Beaser shoots the, the ball. Shoots Mike
0: Beasley will shoot the ball if he had Kobe, LeBron, and Michael Jordan on the court. <laughs> Mike Beasley's for sure shooting the ball if he has Jarrett Jack and Ron Baker. Okay? Mike, Mike Beasley, Beasley knows of no I'm a chill. I'm going to bet on Mike Beasley's stats hey. tonight. You know? Phenomenal. <laughs> that was a good find by me. Cause yeah. er, yo, literally, there's like a – and when you play draft, there's like a, a message board in your like league that you draft in. Sure. And I picked up Mike Beasley. He wasn't even like in the top like anything. Yeah. Everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, Sight. just wait.
1: Wake up. Just wait, boys. Wake up. <laughs> just wait. Yeah.
0: That's – Because I took him over like – uh. Chris Middleton. I think I'm over way better players. But I, I just well, knew here's a Reddit players.
1: post. Mike Beasley finished with thirty, five, and four <laughs> yeah, on 11-18 shooting. sixty one percent thirty seven minutes. Bro. Who else is shooting the ball? No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> and his canter, but Yeah, I picked him up too. Courtney Lee. <laughs>
0: picked up all the Knicks. Uh,
1: just you And know? you did well. Yeah. Did you see the On seven dollars, uh, hit me up. Okay. Okay, Baller. <laughs> Uh, did you see Melo got a trivia video and some cheers? I did. That was good. I felt like it was mixed reactions. It it's sounded like an ovation to me. couple of guys going boo. I wrote on, uh, I guess, uh, Sports Center House of Highlights, posted on the gram, and I wrote respect to Melo mm-hmm. on the comment, and then a bunch of fucking haters started commenting toward me like I was going to com- converse with these people. Yeah. They're like... Respect to Melo holding this L and like Melo's a wow. lo- Melo's a loser and like I'm just like, relax, take That's it crazy. easy. <clears throat> you know, New York. <clears throat> the only way to get any respect in New York for real is to win. Like even yeah. like, you know, Melo. If Melo had a couple more years, like the the 2012 season, I think he'd get more love. But the fact is, the last few years were so crappy. Mm-hmm. It just it. it might not even have been his fault, but I think it just poorly reflected on his time there. Yeah. Because, like, there's other guys who go to the Knicks, who go back to the Garden, who didn't necessarily have insane careers, but they get standing up. I was like, Larry Johnson, because of the four-point play, you right. know what I mean? Right. And, you know, now is always coming back, and that was really because of that 99 finals mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. So, there's just always something kind of attached to it. You know, and Starks is always hanging around the garden. Whenever Pat Ewing comes back, he's gonna always get love because Pat, probably, you know, the one of the best Knicks of all time. But mm-hmm. Melo, the last few years were just so crappy. Right now, I think it's a bit new, but in a few years, I feel like people will come around on it. But the guy did score twenty five yeah. a game for six years in New York.
0: Right, but, he's, he's a New York guy, for but sure. he just
1: didn't. It just wasn't successful enough. Yeah. They just didn't do enough. And you know checked. what I mean? They had their one year where they went to this. You know the second round, and it's like needed more than that. So, uh, speaking of Melo, here's another post. This is a <clears throat> a graphic on the OKC Thunder's offensive juggernauts, and it is the stats of their big three talking about their field goal percentage. So, this is the field goal percentage ranks this season with players who are averaging more than 15 shots a game. Mm-hmm. Here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Melo is at 41%, mm-hmm. which is the third lowest Okay, out of all the players who are shooting more than 15 a game. Paul George, uh oh. 40.8. He's the second lowest.
0: Isn't, is, is this Russ going to be number one? Russell
1: Westbrook, 38.4.
0: Wow, that's not good.
1: The lowest. So this graphic is telling us, just in case I didn't – say this correct you know clearly enough <laughs> out of all the guys in the NBA who take more than 15 shots a game and there's probably not a ton yeah but there's enough yeah to quantify the statistic at
0: least one or two on each team right
1: right at least one exactly so now you take that into account all those guys and you look at their field goal percentage the lowest shooting percentages are all all on the, Thunder. On One, two, <laughs> three, lowest guys,
0: Westbrook, George. Well, that is why you're losing games. Oh, my gosh. That's just simple math.
1: All right. Well, I mean, it's just simple because it's all isolation. Yeah. There's just never an easy shot on that team. Yeah, no.
0: Unless it's fast break. If it's a half court, it's like, whose turn is it? And is this, that's not working clearly.
1: Is it Billy Donovan's fault? Is it Russell Westbrook's <clears throat> fault? It's definitely Ru- Russ is a lot to do with this right now. Yeah, he doesn't play nice with others, and no, last year went straight to his dome. He might
0: he might have got held back in kindergarten because he can't share.
1: He can't share. You he don't I mean? want to share. And last year he got the whole shebang, and now he's just like he ain't going back to KD days.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Part of part of me wants to be like, yo, you're an idiot. Just you know. But part of me is like, I don't blame you, dude. I feel him. Because like, like, you, you can, can just get
1: buckets any time. When you play like that, and you have his athletic It'd ability, be, I, to I get really out of think, my way.
0: I really think it would be hard for me to not shoot the ball every time if I could do what he did.
1: You think they'd be you better I mean? off if they just surrounded him with passive role guys? Yeah. Like last year? Yeah. They're just better off? Just get like Forget McDermott. the three super. Yeah. like All forget, those guys. I mean, you see your boy Depot out in Indiana out there balling, bro. Yeah, he's nice. It's like, wait a minute. He glowed up this year, as they say. But you, you look at it, and you're like, wait a second. Even cantor has been playing really that well for might the Knicks. That a case for most improved player. For sure. I didn't think of that last time. Definitely. Big time. He's came on of late, so. Hell yeah. Um, But you think about it. It's like if you were at the Thunder, and you're like, oh, we need pieces. It's like, oh, Depot scoring 25 a game. You had Depot. Bro, you got the pieces. You know what I mean? Don't
0: are not to the same puzzle.
1: So all of a sudden, there's a common thread here. Yeah. Depot and Tobias Harris were on the Magic. Mm. They're both out here balling. The Magic just are ridiculous. They just don't get it. Yeah. I don't know what the Thunder are going to do. Yeah, I'm not sure either, Rich. (laughs) (laughs) We just had a little technical difficulty and punched in right there. So we're back. Yeah, it's all good. I don't know how to make that not sound weird. No, so. it's fine. Whatever. Sometimes uh, when I open too many websites, my pro Tools crashes. But we good. didn't really miss anything. I feel like we're getting off track anyway. So. Yeah. All right. Let's, so another let's get po- back to it. Got, we got a lot to cover today, boys. We do. Um, how many have we done? We've done a bunch. Um, Ginobili wins it with, for the Spurs with a clutch layup. He's forty-nine. He's still balling yep george foreman with the mean hook to the rockets mascot we can't watch that beasley we did the mavs blew a 97.2 chance to win the game against the spurs in the last five minutes of the game that's pathetic the mavs suck um lebron he's really good oh lebron had some uncovered words for donovan mitchell after the game all right that's about it oh there's only two and undefeated players in the league Chris Paul at thirteen and zero now fourteen. It's going to be 0. something ridiculous. And uh, no. Nikola Miritich, yeah. five and zero. I'm all set. All right.
0: See you later, Nikola Miritich. All right. I think that's good for the Reddit rundown. Yeah. Let's let's go into some questions if you want. Yeah. Let's do it. I got some. Um. All right. Since
1: uh, Let me open my Twitter here. Gad, go, go for it. What do you got?
0: Who would win in a fight? Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid or Russell Westbrook? It's from my boy Luke. I think it depends on the circumstances. Mm-hmm. If it's like a street fight, or if it's like a cage match, or if you can use weapons, mm-hmm. you know, there's all factors. That but is true. I don't think anyone can beat up Joel Embiid. What?
1: I really I don't like, think so. This is like. A, this is like. A, Bro, he is massive. Yeah, he's massive. This like, is like uh, a polar bear versus a cheetah. Yeah, yeah. Cuz Russ has got to be so fast. If you google that, who do you Actually, yeah,
0: I might take Russ.
1: I'm going to google who would win a fight a polar bear or a cheetah. Cuz he might just be like, Who would win? Polar bear or cheetah? Is that weird? I Feel like that's a good comparison though. Polar bear or tiger? That's Yeah. yeah. No, nah, but tigers are really big. Yeah. I mean,
0: Russ ain't small, though, you know? All right, I'll put Tiger. Like, he's much smaller he than MB. Polar
1: Bear Tiger? Siberian Tiger or a Polar Bear? I think a Polar Bear would win. Tigers are ambush predators. I don't know. I
0: think it would depend, but I think it's a good matchup. I think it's a good matchup. Probably. Well, here's the thing. I'm all about the peace. So I don't want to see anyone fight. Yeah, you know I hear I mean? that. I'm just a good guy.
1: I th- That would be. It would be fun to watch, though. It would be. I don't know who would win that. Joel Embiid is fucking huge. Embiid would probably just end up picking him up and throwing him I across like the equator. I feel if he
0: just like put him in the headlock yeah. and just sat there for like a minute. But he's got to catch him. That's the thing. And Russ is tenacious, as we know. Insane. He's not just going to, you know. He's like a fucking Wolverine. Even if you catch him, he'll find a way out or something.
1: Hmm. I don't know. I give Embiid. I would say Embiid is the favorite, but I think. I might take Russ. I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. That would be a hell of a fight, though. <clears throat> we should set also, that up. Yeah, go ahead. Luke says, what do you do
0: if you're fucking uh-huh. and you hear a gunshot? <laughs> That's a hell of a question. <laughs> that kind of happened to me. Yeah? And I didn't stop what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> But that's another story. I mean, what are you supposed to do? It Depends
1: where the gunshot is. I mean, if it's, it's like in right the same room, your, uh,
0: then you're. I'm gonna have to, you know, you figure gotta, something
1: out. You figure it out. But, but if otherwise,
0: it's, it's just like if you it's might stop faint, for a second. You just like look in the distance. And you're go, like, what was that? Oh, oh yeah. all right. <sighs> nothing I can do. <laughs> yeah. What am I gonna do? Go arrest them?
1: <laughs> go outside. What's going on out here?
0: Really appreciate the uh, the great questions. That's Lawrence. a good question. Um, it has nothing to do with any of this, but I like it. Yeah. Um. All right, Drake. Same Drake from before.
1: Oh, yeah, Drake. Dracar- Always no. timing
0: in. Shout out my boy, Jake. Yeah. Uh, he says, "Who do you think will be getting dealt before the All Star break? Like big potential trades." So, what's um, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think you know, DeAndre for sure.
1: DeAndre's definitely got to go, right? Yeah. Um, I could see him ending up in Houston or Cleveland. I have absolutely no insight of where he would go. I would say Houston or Cleveland would be my guesses.
0: I hope he goes to Houston if that's the case.
1: Um, I feel like low-key Paul George is going to come up. Mm. And you're a Lakers fan, so I'll ask you. Like a, You hear Paul George through the grapevine. I'm not mm-hmm. signing in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. No shit, Sherlock. Mm-hmm. And Sam Pressley's like, let me go get something for this guy. Because otherwise I'm not going to get anything. If you're the Lakers, are you like, oh, shit. If this dude goes to Houston and wins a chip, he might want to stay there. I got to go get this guy now. Now. Yeah. As a Lakers fan, like, what do you think?
0: I think I would would do close to anything in my power to get Paul George.
1: Wow. It's funny because that seems to be the overall. Well, here's the thing. What's the other option? Roll the dice and hope he just comes and signs. (sighs) <sighs> but like say like he gets traded somewhere like Houston is where I'm that's, really that's the worry that's the biggest thing because if he finds another home you know then maybe we're fucked maybe he gets dealt to Miami maybe Miami's like Hey, I'll give you three these three young pieces in a first rounder because you know Pat Riley's capable yeah, yeah. of pulling some shit. Yeah. Is he not gonna want to sign back in Miami? He might be like, damn, this is fly. I love it. I like right Miami. Here. Yeah. And I don't have to be where I grew up and it's like Yeah. I'm playing with Hassan and like we out here balling. Well and- here's the thing. I wouldn't give up Ingram <laughs> Hell no. or
0: Alonzo. Right. Anything else I think is on the table? Yeah. Maybe, For sure. maybe not Kuzma, maybe because he's fucking good, bro.
1: You're gonna have to deal
0: with yeah, one know, of them. I know. <laughs> Kuzma's really good, though. I know he is. That's why it's like I'm almost content just seeing what happens with that. But obviously, like Paul George is a great centerpiece, especially in LA. I think he so. Was, you would make that move. Yeah, you'd have to do it. I think it would really depend on what it is, but it's definitely something worth exploring. Because like, I'm actually pretty happy with the way the Lakers look this year. Sure. But obviously, there.
1: What do you f- think is Luke? are a th-
0: few pieces away, obviously.
1: I wanted to ask you because I heard a conversation the other day on sports talk radio out of here, and they're kind of giving Luke Walton the business. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've always just, I've always just kind of thought of Luke as a good young coach. Yeah. Is that how you feel what, as a Lakers fan? Totally. What was their issue? One dude was like, I just don't think Luke's a good coach yet. He's like, I think he's growing with the team. I don't think he's found like his identity as a coach yet. I think it was – I, mean, I, I guess, don't think it was John Ireland. I think it was the other guy with Ireland.
0: I mean, I guess it's easy to say that because they don't necessarily <laughs> have the best record, but it's like, yeah, look what we have to work with here. For sure. Like we literally have – Or they're
1: 10 and 17. Like
0: Larry Nance is a starter. Yeah. No offense to him, but it's like – I
1: mean, and Kuzma really has been your best player. Yeah. And he's fucking him and Ingram. First I guess. year, Ingram's definitely the best player. Yeah, but, but he's a second year player. That's what I'm he's nice. it's, like, it's like twenty. It's like, bro, what do you? Yeah,
0: I think they're doing great. I like their team. Maybe that's just me being optimistic. That Knicks I Lakers like game
1: fan. was phenomenal. Yeah, the Garden was on fire. Both teams played great. Lonzo had a nice game. Porzingis was amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, you know, you had Levar in the, yeah. the stands. I mean, fire. that whole. That, ES, that whole night couldn't have went any better for ESPN. Right. Just like exhibit Z on why the NBA is going to take over. Yeah, it's the best. Because they had the Knicks-Lakers game with two young teams. They balled out overtime the whole nine. And then you had uh, another overtime game. It was the uh, t Wolves right? Yeah, t Wolves
0: uh, and... Uh,
1: what was it? T-Wills... Uh, damn, my memories suck. Don't even remember. I literally saw it yesterday. <laughs> it was t Wolves Sixers. Was it? Yeah, wasn't it?
0: I don't know. Um, I'll go back This is a good transition, though. Yeah, go ahead. Because I think this is my answer. But uh, Ryan Pod asks, um, Yeah, T-Wolf Sixers. Who do you think has the best young core in the league other than the Sixers? And I think my answer is the Lakers. Really? If you have another answer, I'd love to hear it. I didn't fully think about it, but, you know. I just like Ingram, Kuzma, Randall, Mm -hmm. Lonzo. These guys are all – like, even Nance. All these guys are super young, and I think they're going to develop nicely. Yeah, I would say – There's no, like, real clear-cut superstar in that group, but it's like – I think Ingram could develop into that. Lonzo could develop into that.
1: You know, I'm going to – I I feel you on that. Um, it was uh, – what was the – beside who, they said? Besides the Sixers. It's clear, See, obviously, it's the Sixers. To me <clears> – <throat> Looking around, I'm just looking at teams right now. A few teams pop up to me. First, I like the Lakers' core for sure. Um, I really like Ingram's he, he uh, progression this year. He's yeah. been great. Yeah. But they don't necessarily have a clear-cut superstar. Yeah. I think I know what you're gonna say now. I'm thinking about it more. The Celtics, I was gonna say because uh, yeah. Kyrie is young. Yeah. Like I think we kind of under. Play how Kyrie's, young Ky- Kyrie's literally my age. Yeah, like <laughs> just because he's been so battle tested early. Damn, they are. But super Kyrie's twenty five. Yeah, and then they got Jalen and, and Tatum. Damn, and even Smart and Rozier. They just have a lot of young guys. Yeah, they do. It's like, it's an interesting team because they're, you know, best record, second best record in the league. There's a lot of good young teams. There is. You got to respect the T Wolves, even, even the Bucks. I was going to say the Bucks are a team that you got to respect. Got Giannis and Brogdon. That's the thing. Like, all of a sudden, you get, you're going to be Giannis or a poor Zingas, and all of a sudden, you have a good young team because mm-hmm. you just have somebody yeah, yeah. who's so damn good. Totally. You can create everything. You know what I mean? Like, entire... after Giannis, well, now they got Bledsoe, but I wouldn't necessarily consider him young. Yeah. I feel like. Twenty five and under. Yeah. Kyrie's twenty five. Is Middleton under twenty five? I think so. I would still consider Middleton a young player. I'd have to look yeah. it up.
0: And Brogdon is good. Yeah. If he's Jabari good. ever can walk, Jabari would be he's awesome.
1: T Wolves are like a young core that you gotta be excited about because they have towns and wiggins. Yep. Although I'm not super into Wiggins, they're still both so young yeah. that it's scary. There's time. So that's gotta probably be the scariest one. And then you even gotta look at like, how old is Boogie? Uh,
0: I think he's one. 26? Yeah, I think he's a year older than me. I think he's probably twenty six.
1: I would say the T Wolves young guys, and then the Nuggets too, are hanging around there. I'd say that Towns, Wiggins is the scariest, because both those guys are still super young. Yeah. But True. let's see what Wiggins I does. I think I was just I had a
0: I had a different idea of no totally like a young core, you know. There's a lot like, of young I pieces just, I there. I forget some of those guys are still so young. It's like, crazy. They're just like, they're almost veterans to me. Like Wiggins is like, I'm like, oh Wiggins like he's for here, sure. But he's like in his thirty or something. So it's like he's
1: yeah. Like I'm gonna look it up right now, but like he's twenty <laughs> wild. He's 22, dude. Yeah, it's like right. <laughs> I mean that's young. Yeah, there's a there's a lot there. All Laker's right, Lakers got the best
0: 20 year olds though.
1: Yeah, 20 I mean I like their core. <laughs> they I like their core and they're all coming together. Yeah. Um all right. You got any more? Because I have a few. Uh no, go with yours. Okay. Um I'm checking the Twitter right now. Alex Bittner says uh Cavs are rolling. LBJ has is having the best season of his career. One of them. He's had so many good ones. It's hard to even quantify. Fairly decent career. How does IT fit in when he comes back? Could you argue they even need him? Cavs are at their best when LeBron wins point, which he has done the majority of this year. That's a good question. Um, you lived in Boston last year and got to watch Isaiah a lot. Go ahead. I did.
0: I think it all comes down to if it's the same IT. For sure. Because um, if it's the same one that you know I watched almost every day okay. last year, it's a big difference maker because he was getting 30 a game last year. Um, whether he's able to do that with – all those pieces around him, that's you know, probably a different story. Don't but even like. so, I think he'll be able to get at least 18 points a game. At least. yeah. It's like bare minimum, you're adding a lot of offense. Granted, he can't guard me, but sure. he is going to get buckets. I mean, even if he's a few
1: steps slower, he's yeah. still going
0: to get 18 points a game. I agree.
1: I think <coughs> I think they definitely need him, especially for if they sure, wanna. better than
0: Derrick Rose. Yeah, I'll tell you that and, much.
1: You know, to answer Alex's question, they're definitely going to need him because in the lo- like right now, they're just simply getting by on the simple fact that LeBron is just heads and toes better than everybody. Yeah. So it's once again LeBron just being absolutely insanely incredible, mm-hmm. but. You're gonna to get to the playoffs. You're gonna to need to get some buckets. You're gonna play. The game's gonna slow down. You're gonna to have to play teams who are pretty good this year. The Celtics are good. The Raptors are good. Um, you know, you you gotta start wondering like, is Isaiah even gonna play? Yeah. The uh, and to, you know, and is he gonna play point guard? I don't think he will. I think he'll be an off the ball scorer for them. Yeah. And he'll he's. Whirlwind's a better score than anybody they have. Yeah, totally. So, you know, if they're gonna want to beat the Warriors, those they're gonna need guys who can fill it up. I
0: think those close games, like you were saying, like clutch moments, that's where he's the difference maker. I mean, because he's been in the fourth quarter and he can he can light it up. Yeah, it's 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 he has the composure and the confidence to score in those situations. At will, they don't have anyone else like that other than LeBron. It's only LeBron. We just
1: hope he comes back and plays. I, even if he's at like ninety percent of what he was last year. Oh yeah, he's it's a big deal. Absolutely. He's a baller. It, he was an MVP candidate. People are happens. definitely underestimating him a bit right now. Yeah, you know, when I mean, you're, that's when the story God, of
0: that's the story of his whole life. You're right. That's why. He, that's why I think he's gonna thrive. You're it's, right. It's not something he's new. He
1: looks ready. He's fucking. five foot. Nothing. He's on that bench every night, fired up. He. Yeah. I, I'm sure he's. He's like, tweeting his ass off. Yeah. He's probably sleeping in his jersey right now. Yeah. He's when ready to get to play. He's
0: a kid in the candy store. He's ready to prove everyone <laughs> wrong. Ready to, you know. Yeah. I I love it, man. I liked him even before he was on the Celtics. Yeah. Um, like on the Suns and the in the Kings, even though it was like, you know. There's a shitty team, so I wasn't saying much. But he was just a firecracker, like yeah. He came out of nowhere. I didn't know who he was in college. Sure, he, he was just getting buckets. I was like, who is this little dude? Literally handing over two points at a time to anyone in front of him. How yeah. is he doing that? How is he to the rack? It, it, it it's even the make closest thing to
1: AI, for sure. It's fucking crazy. I can't wait to get, get him back. Damn, I'm excited
0: about that. I, Me too. I haven't really been thinking about that. It's, like. You forget,
1: yeah. and then people will start to forget about how good he is. Yeah, he's really The good. guy is really good at scoring. Like, yeah. Yes, he'll play some point guard for sure, but think about it now, where you have LeBron playing the point, running the high pick and roll, spreading the floor, very similar to what Houston does with Harden. Mm-hmm and then LeBron just has the option of taking into the rim or if everyone collapsed, just hitting the shooters. And it's it's working really well because no one can fucking guard LeBron. Yeah. So now you just throw Isaiah in, in the the mix. history of mankind. Yeah, so now you throw Isaiah <laughs> in the mix. He can run pick and rolls with LeBron, which will be unstoppable mm-hmm. because there's I don't know what you're going to do. Yeah. You're either going to... Yeah, that's pretty absurd. You know what I mean? You're either going to leave Isaiah open. He's a dead-eye shooter, especially... And he can get gets, in the paint and score. You can do anything, <clears throat> or you know you're gonna both of them can do LeBron, anything. Or everyone's gonna collapse, and Kevin Love and JR and Corver are gonna be able to shoot. I'm I'm sure the Cavs are all really really anxiously waiting for Isaiah to get back. I think it's gonna be it's a game changer for sure if he's healthy. All right, more questions? You want more? You got more? I got more. Uh, yeah, Let's do one you can, or two you can go, more. You can go with yours. How about I do one more? You do one more? All right, and then we're good. Cool. Okay, so I have a few more. Should I do a Knicks-related one or a Lakers-related one? Too many Knicks, bro. One girl writes, (laughs) Laura Top left, writes, have you mentioned your thoughts on the Ball Brothers?
0: Oh, I actually wanted to talk about this. It's perfect.
1: Um, So all I can say about the Ball Brothers is this, and I don't really give a shit about these kids. I'd love it. Okay. No, but I'm just going to say my piece. Two seconds. Please. I'm not a Lakers fan. I think both of these kids are a bit corny, but I rock with Lavar, and I've said it before because he's the an OG. And more than anything, when I was watching that Lakers Knicks game, I just saw a dad who was super proud of his kid. Hell yeah. And it's just like at the end of the game, they're interviewing him and he's just like, this is what it's all about. Having fun. Mm-hmm. The game is entertainment. Why go see a movie when you could come here? The guy just loves hoops. Is kids like the ball. I don't, you know, try not to steal any shit in Lithuania. But I don't <laughs> care. But, you know, I I don't know if they're going to be hoopers or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's whatever.
0: I think LeVar Ball is yeah. legitimately a genius.
1: Uh, he's a marketing like, fucking
0: guru. Bro. All right. So, obviously, you probably guys, you guys probably know this. But he's taking the two younger sons, and they're playing in Lithuania. Le- Lithuania. In front of like a thousand people. Bro. But here's the deal. Mello is supposed to be in his senior year of high school. Right? And Jello is supposed to be in his freshman year of college at UCLA. So with the whole thing that he started, you know, he was stealing sunglasses in China or wherever. So he, he took him out of UCLA, took Mello out of high school, going to Lithuania, and they're about to make money. Yeah. Even if it's not a lot. Everyone else is going to be making money off them this year," Lavar said. "Why should you guys make the money? We're making the money. Also, this is going to be the most excited anyone has ever been about international basketball. People are. I want to watch that game. You're going to watch it. I want if I can find it. I don't know if that's <laughs> a thing, but like, All I'm going to try to, it. to find.
1: How long do you think they're in Lithuania before somebody else is like, "Wait a minute, we can make a lot of money on this. Why don't
0: you come play here in front of way more people?" Exactly, and I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, right. So that's even more genius. The guys, the guys. So with that the stuff. move is if Jello starts cooking this year. Yep. Which I think he has the ability to, especially there. Like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anyone that good. Jello's the, the, the youngest
1: league. one. No, Jello's the middle. The middle. Uh, UCI, I heard I the youngest one is.
0: Well, he's gonna get fucking pushed around.
1: Yeah, he's, he's 140 pounds. He's, he's yeah, he's, yeah. But, but I heard he has maybe a chance of making the NBA. I I've think heard, they both do. Uh, I've heard Jello doesn't.
0: Well, you probably heard a lot of things in this world. True. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, I haven't seen Jello play like in you know depth. Yeah. But I think he's gonna get a contract <clears throat> off sure. the name. Got it. And then he'll have a chance. Whether he you know pans out or not, mm-hmm. I have no idea. But I think they're both going to get drafted, just because it's like, it's automatic tickets. It's Lonzo's brother. It's Lavar's son. It's a whole thing. Like these, these, these kids are so popping. Like on the internet, it's like that's so attractive. So now way.
1: teams are drafting off a of clout, is what you're telling they me. They are, of Jeez. course they are. No way, bro. This is entertainment. But you have two years before he can get drafted, right? Mello, yeah, yeah, not Jello. Nah, Jello. Can, Jello can
0: get drafted this year. Oh, you're right. Because he would be Ree's a freshman. First year right now. At UCLA. Hello. Um, so he he can get drafted right after this, and I think if he kills overseas, yeah, we'll he see. will, and then we'll
1: see what happens. But he wasn't like a big time prospect anyway, so he might not get well, drafted. No one's is, is drafting dudes off a of cloud. I ain't believing that,
0: bro. This I'm guy's telling. got millions of followers on Instagram. He will sell tickets automatically. It's like it's the same thing as like. People I getting roles for movies. I get it because like their Instagram is popular. I get
1: it, but teams are gonna sell tickets regardless. Like, there's not like not
0: every team. Not like <laughs> the Magic and shit. You
1: All know right. what I mean? I I'm would, not
0: saying they're only like. If I, I get if it. If I had two million followers, they're gonna draft me. Like he's still good right. enough to be in the NBA. Like he's not. That's what to I was
1: gonna like, say. Like next thing you know, Logan Paul's getting. Drafted. No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> like he's still a hooper. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like yeah, yeah. maybe he's one level down from someone else. But they're going to take him dude it's for it's, the entertainment a value ball, but then brother. at the
1: same time you have the lakers being like you got having so conversations with Lavar, being like can you chill out yeah totally but it's like i don't know we'll see what happens i think I it's super interesting i don't know if every team wants that wants that headache. i think
0: it's a great narrative for the nba it just makes things more exciting oh it definitely makes it more I interesting. i love it man like, It definitely just, makes it more interesting i hope the, it pans Levar, out for all the spike
1: of them. Uh, lee back and forth at the garden that night yeah yeah that's awesome.
0: I hope it pans out for
1: all of them because,
0: I just think it'll be such a cool story that like, Lavar just like spoke this whole thing into existence and like he has three sons in the he NBA. He really did. That shit is really crazy. He to
1: really me. spoke his
0: son being on the Lakers. Bro, their last the their last name is Ball. It's pretty uh like what? It's pretty on point. That's like my last name being microphone. Yeah, I'm just like right. yeah, I'm a singer now.
1: My my last name is Hits. It's like what? It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm Richie Hits. Yeah, it's like, it's, like, <laughs> it's like all right, cool. How'd you do that? Um <laughs> my last name is Microphone. <laughs>
0: it's like this is your job. Sick.
1: Hello, I'm Dylan Microphone. <laughs> speaking of microphone, I think we're good on the questions. We're at fifty minutes. Yeah. Uh um, thank you for everyone who asked a totally. question. We missed a few, but we'll do yeah, this. Yeah, we'll again. answer more. We're gonna do this every week. Um Speaking of microphones, real quick, Black Thoughts Freestyle on Funk Flex. Oh my gosh. If you haven't listened to it, it's been a few days now. Um that is what we call a master class in spitting. Dude, 10 minutes of pure fire body bags. Yeah, I I was joking about it with my homies on the group text, but yo, no one should be able to go back into that studio so, and spit.
0: When I was talking about this a few weeks ago, yeah, how I got inspired to rap, sure, because the dude was trash. Right. This is what I want to see. For sure. This is what I expect. When he you might go have to saw Funk the Flex, same thing. Huh? He might have saw the same thing as you. I swear that probably happened. Because he was probably like, yo, Flex, let me get up here and show these motherfuckers how to do it. That
1: microphone should never be wrapped into again. They should retire it. It's murdered. It's dead. Cremated. Hey. Put the ashes in the ocean and just. Go on Guitar Center, get a new mic. Talk about it in reverence. This
0: one's going on the
1: wall. Oh, my God. Yeah, that shit was fire. I love how it went viral. It
0: made me happy. Like,
1: Yeah. I love the virality of it when made me really happy because it was like. I People am, still care about <clears> this. I am old enough to be a Roots fan. Yeah, I grew up listening to Roots. I've bro, been to Roots multiple tattoos. Roots concerts. Yeah. I, I tweeted about this, but the night I went on Jimmy Fallon, which was at the time the Late Late Show, not the Late Show, and I just go up to Black Thought, and I started spitting his own lyrics at him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I started tweeting about that. <laughs> he just looked at me like, okay. He's like, okay, bro, thanks. He's like, yeah, and I was like, and he's just like, okay, thanks. Yeah. And then I saw him years later and I told him about it. He's like, oh, I remember. Because <laughs> he lives next door to my manager in Jersey. And he's just like, so I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm Renee's artist. Da-da-da-da. And I'm talking to him. He's just like, yeah, I remember that. You're fucking hilarious for that. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, we were doing a festival together in uh South Carolina. I mean, there we were. And I'm like, Black Dot. I came up to you and spit your own lyrics when I'm I was. I'm sorry, I'm a psychopath. He's like, I remember you. He's like you're a artist, right? I was like, Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like you're funny man. But yeah, uh it's always great to just see people like wh- like who have no idea who Black Thought is. Yeah, he's and top just ten. Like, Wait a minute. He's this guy's 10. amazing. It's like yes. Who's this new guy? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. You know, thank God. Yeah, no, that was good to see. I liked it. I mean his freestyle like Outshadowed the N.E.R.D. album, and like
0: I know, album's pretty good too. I listened to it.
1: Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. It has its hits and misses oh, to me.
0: We got a, a question because it was a music related. Yeah, it was from uh,
1: your boy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hold up, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Who's my boy? <laughs>
0: I don't want to say the wrong name. Are maybe. you
1: like me, just saying everyone's
0: your boy? No, no, no. This is your homie. I met I met him through you. Oh. I don't want to say the r- Ryan. Ryan Lipman. Oh, sure. He said, why does g You met Ryan? I think.
1: Oh. At the hoodie show, right? Oh, yeah, you did. All right. Right. All right. I okay. thought I was bugging yeah. for
0: a second. Oh, Ryan, has a question. Go ahead. He said, why does G-Eazy need over 60 quote-unquote writers on his new album? I, fr- I saw that one earlier and I <laughs> laughed. And I wow.
1: I didn't listen to the new g album. All right, first off, shout to G-Eazy. He's not listening to this? No. But <laughs> just in case... Yeah. Somebody who's connected to G Z is. That's possible. Shouts to G. 100%. I've known G a long time. Mm-hmm. G is a gentleman. G is also an international fucking superstar. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> I would bet the main reason there are so many writers on his album is for the production mm-hmm. and all the hooks. I haven't listened to his album Um just came out yesterday yeah, or something. Yeah, I'll get ago. into it and check it out, but I've yeah. seen all the singles in my homies, The Futuristic. Shout out to Alex and Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, they produced Him and I with Halsey and the one with Charlie Puth, so shouts to those guys. I know Alex and Joe, they're big-time like LA producers. They're going to work in a room with maybe, so yeah. there's two guys there mm-hmm. already, mm-hmm. per se. Then they might be like, yeah, let's bring in a guy to play bass. Yep. Boom. There's another guy, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you pay him. And they're and he's listing Not that... getting pub, but maybe he is. And they're listing all those, those as well. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's going to go. There's going to be two writers in the room. There's yep. going to be this girl, this dude. They're going to write the hook, right? Then it's going to get the Charlie Puth. Um, it's going to go through the connections over there, say Mike Karen. My Karen's going to be like, here's my note on it. He's going to send it off to Charlie Puth for the feature. Yep. Charlie's going to put his touch on it. Right, so he gets All writing of sudden, credit. All sudden, he's got credit. Yep. You're already now at five people. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Then you have G. And there's no verses. No <laughs> one's really writing G's verses. I know that for a fact. Yeah, yeah, totally. G's definitely writing his verses. Totally. So G spits his verse. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. Boom. And then it might end up being... This track is super... And now am saying this was with Alex and Joe's. It could be anybody's track. It could be... Especially with G. G's on... I don't know what label he's on. Republic? Whatever. Yeah. Sony. His A&R is like, this is great. This is at 90. I want to take you to 100. I'm going to have somebody have finish this record. so-and-so add this. So all rubber. of a sudden, there's another producer coming in and finishing a record. Yep. That might be one, two guys again. Right. So here's the thing. That's how it
0: happens. And all that makes... Perfect sense to sure. you and I. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, you know, the common fan gets mixed, misconstrued. Easily. And I'm definitely not saying this about Ryan. Ryan knows how this works. He he's, does. He's, he's a mixing just, engineer. He's, he's just, you know, playing devil's fun. advocate here. Yeah. But I think people uh, see, like, writers and they think, oh, this guy wrote lyrics. There's writing in the music as well. Totally. People don't, like, take that into consideration that if you play, play piano, you wrote the song. Like people don't think about that as writing because it's not writing like words totally you know what I mean
1: like I remember when I put out my first album nights like these all music did a review, and the review was out of sight and his team of writers- right you know try and make like the pop album of the year and mm-hmm. I just was like, do your fucking research yeah like I wrote every fucking song myself right like there's not a lyric I didn't write, and then it's like, all I did was, especially at the time, I just credited the guys who played on my records. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And it's like, I would ask Which, my like, homies. Which, you should do. <laughs> right, well, I'd ask my homies. I'd be like, you know, you have guys playing your records. It's like, especially at the time, it was like, do you want to be paid as, like, a session guy? Yeah. Or do you just want some publishing? And a lot of times, the producer would be like, uh, would take less for their publishing, mm-hmm. and give publishing to the bass player and yeah. the guitar player right. or the keyboard player, yep, because those are guys they're working with all the time, right? So producers start having guys who are always going to come because not a lot of producers part of the play production. all the instruments totally. So they have guys come in. And then all these guys build relationships, and then it's like, well, just don't pay me for every session, because that's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. I'd rather make money on the back end, and if I have one hit and song... And my name's and the I credits, have 10, and I can... get 15%. Yeah. So it's just like, it's as simple as that. Totally. But like a lot of times, people will absolutely misconstrue it, and be yeah. like, oh, somebody's They're writing... Like, that's
0: why Kanye got 12 yeah, writers on this song. Exactly. I'm like, bro, he has fucking 18 instruments on and this bro, song. And,
1: all these pop songs... <laughs> especially cuz they always just want to get it like to bigger the primo. and bigger and a motherfucker will add like a different snare yeah. or like i changed the kick and i added these swells yeah. and oh i put a crash on I the all on the, the Glockenspiel one on and it'll the be like outro. okay and you get pub on it yeah. and that's just how it is now it's a battle sometimes mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. i've never been one of those people to to sit there and battle but i can tell you i won't name any names or songs or whatever but there was a song that was big a few years ago that I had a, a friend work on. And he was telling me that The Hook was written by a few artists who ended up becoming big artists. Mm-hmm. And he's like, three, four years later, he's like, I still haven't seen a dollar off of it because they're arguing over, like, 5% yeah. of publishing. yeah. And to me, that's fucking mind-blowing. Yeah, But that's the game, I guess. I mean, yeah. But P- see, but for G, I mean... He's a pop superstar, so there are dudes in the studio working, especially when he was making the album. Night and day for his album to happen.
0: Exactly. And they're going to get credit, and they're going to get cuts for it. So exactly. Like, that's why that happens. Exactly. But that was a great question by Ryan, because that gives us a little No, it's time a good question. To, uh,
1: hopefully, it's a gem drop there for all the youngins who are listening, trying to get in the music game. Yeah.
0: Including me, because I'm a young
1: blood. You know what I'm saying? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Let's do our resolutions. Okay. And then we're wrapping up. Yeah, we're up. at sixty, so let's move it. Yeah. All right. My NBA I have a few. I'm just gonna just knock them out. Give then. me give me your give me your best one. All right. Unless unless you want to give me the No, them I'll give you my best one. Okay. This is the one that first came to my mind. I am not a guy who likes to say like if my team my favorite team loses and it's because of bad officiating, mm-hmm. I really hate to blame the refs. Mm-hmm. I've never been a blaming on the refs guy. Totally. But I have to say, the NBA resolution, my first one would be, the NBA officials got to get better. Yeah. The officiating this year has been horrible. It's been bad to a point where it's going to fuck up the, the like, the, outcome. The, the NBA's vibe. Yeah. Like, I want the NBA to be the best NBA possible. Yeah. And it's, like, the one thing sometimes I'm watching and I'm just, I get it. It's so Hard to officiate an NBA game. Especially the speed now. And Jeff Van Gundy was flipping his (laughs) lid in that Thunder (laughs) Sixers game. He always does, though. But he wasn't (laughs) wrong. It was bad. Dudes were getting hacked. No calls. I'm like, what what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. You're going to call some phantom foul, and then some dude gets whacked on the elbow, and you're not going to call anything?
0: At the end of the first overtime, uh, Roberson got hacked. Murdered.
1: And I get he's a but bad free throw shooter. He
0: missed an opportunity to take a wide open layup right before it. He
1: did. So it's like that's his own fault. But yes, it was a foul. But just in general, a out, but. watching a lot of NBA this year. I don't know how they do it, but it's got
0: to get better. Also they were saying like how, you know, you can review in the in the last minute or 2 minutes whatever it is. Yeah, such But a you delay. can't like you can't like rule or overrule a foul call. Right. It's only like out of bounds or like
1: and I, anything
0: like that. And it's like, if you're going to go back and review it, why don't we get it right here?
1: Like Van Gundy says. You know what I mean? I, I just think that creates such a slippery slope. I think you either review it or you don't. It's true. I just feel like if you're starting to overturn calls in the last minute, it's going to be dudes are just going to get argue about any kind of questionable anything. call. And then exactly. it's, just, it's just such a slippery slope. Exactly. But...
0: I get it because they're trying to make it more accurate, but it's like I don't you what, either got to go all the way. Or, but have you noticed? Yeah.
1: Fishing has been bad. Yeah. It's but bad. it's like, I don't it's gotta know. got to get
0: better. I think. It's hard. I think the game's, exactly. The game's always evolving and like at the speed they play. Yeah. And the At size. the end of the day, these are still like human beings making judgments. Sure. So it's like, I try to give as much like. Me too. Slack. For sure. But there are definitely times where I'm like, dude, are you? I'm just
1: saying you got to try better. Yeah, you know it's like when you have a New Year's resolution. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna eat better. Yeah, let's step it up here. I just want them to step it up. I get it because, dude, to be able to to ref these guys who are seven feet tall who get to the rim like guards, they're gonna get fouled every time. And it's like, how do I? What do I do? You know, it's like, do I call every time? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Is and, then, guy and, then, and then going the, straight up.
0: And then it's oh, the NBA is soft now.
1: Exactly, you know what I mean. So it's like
0: you can't really win either way if you're a ref. There's always going to be something to complain about from it's really some perspective. Hard. Yeah. Just I
1: think because I the wouldn't
0: want to do that job. I'll tell you how much to the no. That's just too much pressure for me. Way too much.
1: You know, and it's just so hard. But the consistency.
0: Yeah, I just I want more consistency. I'm with it.
1: All right, go ahead. Um, what do you got? My New Year's resolution. I got one more real quick. fuck f- it. I'm gonna say it. Go ahead. I'm never gonna underrate Chris Paul again. <clears throat> I forgot about like. So this is
0: your personal.
1: Yeah, like. After the first game of the Rockets, I was like, "Chris Paul looks washed. Like, what? Does this even matter?" Jeez, Chris Paul is one of the greatest point guards that ever played (laughs) the game. I didn't put him in my top five this year, yeah, because you know he hadn't been playing. He just sat and watched like a bunch of games, and then was like, "All right, I know exactly what I'm doing." Came back and is just out of here, fucking balling. Yeah. He stays healthy. Rockets are a problem. Chris Paul's one of the best point guards of all time. Totally. I kind of forgot about that. My bad Chris <laughs> Paul. I'll never do that again. Go ahead. He was he was upset when he heard that. Yeah, my bad. Go ahead. Um, go. So
0: my New Year's resolution for the NBA goes out to um, a lot of players, but a few in particular. Okay. It's anyone that can't make a fucking free throw. Holy shit. Bro, it's not hard. You are a professional athlete. You are paid millions of dollars. You're slowing the game down. You're ruining a part of the game. I don't get it. DeAndre Jordan, I get, okay, dude, your hands are big. Dirk's hands are big. Yep. Giannis' hands are big. Yep. Mark Gasol's hands are big. Sure. If you, dude, I'm not saying you got to be automatic. Get to 65% and I'll be stoked. I'd it's say- not hard. Like, I could make 65% free throws with my left hand and I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. Lefty, I can shoot 60% from the line. I just don't get and it, and I'm not a professional. athlete. Last,
1: last week in the championship DeAndre, rec league, I hit eight free throws in a row to end the game because they not, were just fouling. Bro, it's and wide open. While I'm hitting them, I said, "How do guys who get paid millions of dollars miss these? It's not hard. I you miss one or two, you yeah, sure totally. it. You know, you get tired. Totally, but like one out of every two.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: You got to give some money back. Yeah, for real.
0: You should. You should be. You should be have money deducted. If you can't make a free throw, I don't get it. Like DeAndre, Ben Simmons, Lonzo, any point guard that can't make that free throws. That Lonzo
1: shit. I mean, makes dude, me want to fucking get strangle it together, myself. Together, Lonzo. It's
0: unreal. Hit a free throw. But I think there's always room for improvement there, as we've seen Drummond get substantially better. Sure. Capella's getting better. Yeah. There's plenty of other guys. Like LeBron has always been like improved. He's never been a Bad, bad free throw shooter. Exactly, but he's in been, but he's been like not as good as he should be for yeah. being an elite scorer. Uh, but he's getting better. Like, there's just get better at free throws, please. That's my resolution. That's what I want to see happen. I respect that. Um, mainly because it's not hard. It's I, not. I hard. think you should make realistic resolutions. Just in general, even as a human. Totally. Like if you're 400 pounds, don't say I better be 180 by the end yeah, of the year and jacked, bro. That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna get happen. down to 300. That's it. All you got to do is make free throws, bro.
1: Easy. Sit 70%. Sit in a gym by yourself. Practice. Practice. I don't get it. It's funny because my, even like RJ will watch it with me. Like, how does he miss those? Like, hey, dad. Yeah. Why
0: can't this grown ass man make a wide open shot? Why can't
1: he make his free throws? I'm like,
0: I don't. I bet RJ can make some free throws. He can. RJ's what, 10?
1: He's seven. Seven. He's making a few.
0: Come on, dude
1: yeah it's not hard but he's wondering like he's like why why did they <laughs> yeah, miss them no one's guarding them i'm like it's not like they're not strong enough or know. like they've never done this before yeah, I'm like i don't know yeah
0: so that's it all right um there's plenty of other stuff to cover but we're almost at 70 yeah well let's let's uh let's wrap this up boys let's wrap this up <laughs> um you got a buster we're gonna do it in the next episode all right cool yeah we're signing off signing the fuck off. I think
1: this was a fucking phenomenal episode. Absolutely. We covered more than we needed to. uh, Thank you to uh, everyone who listened. Uh, Make sure to go on iTunes and star and subscribe and rate us. Please. Uh, And we have a special Christmas episode coming out on Christmas that you can enjoy Christmas week. But to everybody, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa. All that. Whatever else you're into. Uh, Have a safe holidays and... uh, Thank you guys for listening. We we really enjoy doing this.
0: Don't drink the eggnog that your uncle brings over. Nah, I should. It's is not whack, safe.
1: Whack juice. All right, see ya. Peace.